Hello and welcome. Uh, we're here at Holistic Investments, and I'm your host, Constantine Kogan. And I'm delighted to have here today Peru Gujral, who's the CEO of Snowball Money. Hi, Peru. Hey, Constantine. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to, to be on here. Yes, likewise. And, uh, you know, I've been watching your project uh, since uh, probably its inception. You know, it's, uh, so for anyone who doesn't know what is Snowball Money, it's a decentralized financial application that uh, offers a high uh, interest account. And so we're talking about the additional opportunities to optimize your yields and having more dividends. And because we're talking about financial uh, instruments, so we have to throw out legal disclaimers always. So this content is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or any other advice. So now we're off the hook. We can talk about your journey with, <laughs> with a snowball. So um, tell us a little bit, like, you know, how, how did you come up with this idea? What excited you about, you know, the concept of decentralized finance? And uh, then we'll go deeper into how many users you have and how can one make more yields with your product? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I, I got into crypto in late 2015, early 2016. Um, totally in love with this concept of Bitcoin, from reading the Bitcoin white paper from Satoshi, uh, which is essentially the, the groundwork for decentralized finance. And most retail investors' experience of crypto is actually quite opposite of, of what it stands for and the purpose of it. And that's the idea of democratizing the ability to participate in finance globally, regardless of who you are, uh, in a way where it's mutable, it's trust, uh, there's trust and it's permanent, it's trustless. So you don't have to trust um, and and so this has been kind of a fun journey. So this was essentially the groundwork for Snowball is how can we make it so as many people have opportunity to access this new money Lego financial technology. Um, as, as an entrepreneur, it's our responsibility to see around the corner before we get there, almost like a visionary or, or religion where there's something that's intangible and getting all of our believers to see, this, see the light before it comes to fruition. And that's what the adventure has been like. Um, in the process, we've evolved many a time because this world is full of apex predators. And every time it, um, you encounter one of these apex predators, it doesn't kill you, you end up evolving. So whether that's your customers, whether that's the venture capital world or whether that's the regulators. Um, and this journey of ours has led us down um, to decentralized finance uh, in so many words. Um, so what is Snowball? Um, to uh, elaborate on what you were saying, Snowball, in, in fantastic description, by the way. Um, but Snowball does four things. Number one, it's a non-custodial wallet, which means only you have the keys to your crypto. Um, you are your own bank. So anyone who has uh, a Snowball wallet can use it regardless of where you are in the world. Number two, it allows you to swap tokens. So we've integrated with a DEX aggregator, um, which is a, 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 a jargon word for uh, a business that has multiple exchanges, decentralized exchanges in the back end. That How many is, pairs do you support? I want to say, well, we're, we're partnered with One Inch, So everything that One Inch has, which is over 100 tokens, 100 token pairs. Um, I think it's well over 100 token pairs. Yeah. And it gets best execution uh, in theory, as well as the least amount of slippage. So um, for those of you who aren't very uh, financially jargon savvy, as I wasn't before I came into this world, it just means you get the most efficient trades at the best prices. Um, so that's the second thing that Snow, Snowball allows you to do. Uh, the third thing is... Uh, which was based on your wonderful pitch is it's a, a high interest account. So you can deposit your assets and start generating high interest and yield, just like you deposit your monies into your bank account, into a savings account. Um, you're getting something like 0.3% interest um, through the money Legos of decentralized finance. You can make, you know, from five to 500% uh, APY in real time. Um, and then finally, the fourth thing that uh, Snowball does is it allows you to connect your bank account and exchange your local fiat currency, dollars, euros, et cetera, 
to crypto and vice versa. You know, this is this is really exciting, and um, I've I've also read that you are the first smart crypto investment automation platform, right? In in my understanding, it's basically you're just like curating different portfolios and allow people um, basically to make allocations as if they're credit investors, but being a retail investor, right? So, um, on the one hand, it's very very interesting, right? And I think it's empowering the as uh, after the Wall Street bets, like, you know, the little guys, this narrative, right? Um, but at the same time, I think I, I'm, I'm also on the other side of the equation. I speak with a lot of institutional investors and for them, it's actually very scary. Like when you're talking about 500% APYs, they're like, okay, we're, what, what's the catch? What's, the what's what, where are the, the risks? So let's also touch this uh, uh, side of this equation, you know, so what are the risks and... Uh, how do you make sure that you know the people who invest uh, with your platform they're also protected? Yeah, sure. So um, the risks are because only you have access to your monies. Um, if something goes wrong, um, we cannot help you because we do not have access to your capital. Um, and so for a lot of people, this is not a good fit, right? Grandmother needs to know that she can go to the bank and go through the regulatory process to ensure that her funds are there, but um, you know, our thesis, there's actually a really interesting tweet on, on this is there's like, I don't know if this number is accurate, but Winklevoss twin said that there's 3 billion gamers on the planet, right? And there's, I guess, 8 billion people. So kind of, kind of seems like a high number, but anyways, you get the yeah. gist of it. And so what's the currency for these folks? Is it going to be uh, fiat or is it going to be digital? How are they going to transact? And the world we live in is uh, technologically advancing so quickly that not only you know, is it easier to travel and do international business, the world is flat, but we've got innovations like SpaceX, which well, in the next five, 10 years, their rocket will allow you to travel to any part of the world in 30 minutes. So the world is completely global and it's never been more important to be able to transact efficiently, uh, quickly, and in a way where you, uh, do not have to trust a human uh, because humans are uh, are liable for doing two things. One is human error and two is greed. <laughs> um, and so decentralized finance, Money Legos allows you to do all of these activities that, or many of these activities you can do in traditional finance without having to be in a specific jurisdiction, without uh, having to have certain prerequisites like being an accredited investor, um, without having to disclose exactly who you are by going through a, a KYC process. So um, we really are bullish on this and want it to be the avenue that makes it democratized and as easy as possible, such that nerds such as yourself and myself, who are these city dwellers and mathematicians and engineers and economists um, are taking advantage of. Uh, so we want to make it so everyone who's interested actually has a, a fair shot to be exposed to this. So I, I might ask you more specific question, right? Uh, which I, I received myself a lot, so I will direct it to you. Right? So um, in terms of those high yields, you know, so yield farming, this, uh, this new term that a lot of people are right now using, they're very excited about it. Uh, yeah, it can go to, into hundreds of percent. So a lot of folks they have hard times understanding how how those like young projects can even allow such high yields you know how they're like you know even like how this how is it structured that they're able to pay let's say 200 percent apy maybe you can explain a little bit the, the, the concept yeah sure maybe i can um i can show you um sure. so, so it makes more sense so um we're really excited to announce a partnership with a project uh, called Snow Swap. Um, they're an anonymous project and dear friends. So um, I think it makes a lot of sense for us to show you their project. But here's an example. Um, Snow Swap is something called an automated market maker and a decentralized exchange. And so uh, what is an exchange? You have currency pairs and you'd like to swap them. And so for the, for the case of Snow Swap, uh, there's these four stable coins, um, which are all denominated by US dollars. And um, 
a trader or individual who's in crypto wants to be able to trade between these two currency pairs. And so how do we start this business? Um, as a company that's in the decentralized finance space, uh, which is quite, quite uh, common, a company like Snowswap is going to say, we don't have capital. We want to make our community have an opportunity to earn monies and bootstrap our business. So what Snowswap, as well as Curve Finance, which is quite famous, Yearn Finance, quite famous, Badger, Harvest Finance, Pickle Finance, et cetera, some of the companies may have heard of, they do is they say, if you have these assets in your bank, deposit it with us. And what we'll do is we'll give you the opportunity to earn interest. And so I have X amount of Y die. I go in and I deposit this Y die. And what do I get as uh, someone in the community who's depositing my Y die, also known as a liquidity provider, as an LP? Uh, I get an LP token. Oops. Um, and this LP token entitles me a share in the fees that are generated by swapping. So what's the business? The business is to swap. So every time there's a swap, there's a, a fee of four bips, right? So if someone does a million dollars a swap a day um, or a number of people who are using SnowSwap come and do a million dollars of uh, swaps a day, then there's four bips. And those four, four, four basis bips, points, right? That's right, four basis points. So those four basis points um, which is equivalent to, I want to say like what, $4,000. Um, that $4,000 goes to, and pardon me if my math is off, goes to all of the liquidity providers for their share of liquidity. So in this case, there's about 666,000 liquidity. If you put in, uh, deposited 333,000, that means you made $2,000 today. So all of a sudden you now have one layer to earn interest on your monies um, without having to speculate on whether the price is gonna go up or down. You're just earning interest. Now, what projects are also doing is once you deposit, um, you get something called an LP token. And in this case, it is called, I believe SnowSwap project, what do they call it? I think they called it YSnow. Okay, so you get YSnow. And in addition to the fees that you're generating every single day, SnowSwap is saying, hey, you have been a very valuable person in our community. Without you depositing liquidity, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't let our business function. And we're in the business to allow people to swap. And so in addition to giving you this, um, the fees that are being generated, we're also going to give you a voting token or also known as a governance token to uh, participate in the future of the platform project protocol. And so that token that is given is called, uh, in their case, is called snow token. And what people are doing with their snow token, which has voting rights, they're going to a decentralized exchange, namely Uniswap, SushiSwap, um, or if it's a Binance smart uh, uh, finance project, then a pancake swap, BSC project, smart chain project. Um, and so they're selling it. And then the market decides what the price of that snow token is. So all of this combined is equal to 58.2% APY on your deposit of your digital dollars into the snow swap platform. This exact concept applies to most of these DeFi uh, yield farming projects. So in other words, it's like, an oper uh, like a standard operational business, which pays commissions, you know, to, but instead of paying commissions to the stakeholders, like where we're talking example of with a bank, right? Here, all these fees, they go directly to the depositors, right? Who participate in the system and it's fairly distributed throughout you know, like throughout the system, right? And so that's the idea because, you know, I, I, I think it's, a, you know, amazing explanation that you provided and, and all those fees, you know, they go. So 
So they're not, again, just to reiterate that they're not created out of nowhere, right? So it is actually business. They actually earn fees and that's how it's distributed. So I'm glad that we went through this example. And uh, so let's go to the next level. So the stable coin, which is one to one to dollar, this is only one way to earn yield. And, and, and just for the sake of example, like, you know, what, what APY are we talking about for the stable coins on this NoSwap project? Sure. So, uh, this particular opportunity is actually stacked on top of another project called Yearn Finance. Mm -hmm. So Yearn Finance says if you deposit your stable coin, uh, depending on which one, they've got four stable coins here, uh, DAI, TUSD, USDC, and USDT. They will pay you uh, X amount of interest in real time. Now this number isn't fixed, it's variable, it's going up and down. But what Yearn Finance is doing in the back end is they're utilizing several other projects and automatically um, updating the strategy to be able to generate this type of yield for you. And so for example, if you're using SnowSwap, first you have to take your stable coin and deposit each one, either of these four, and deposit it into Yearn Finance. And so you're making, say, somewhere a blend of, of the APY of these three, somewhere around, let's say, like 12% APY. Then when you deposit it into SnowSwap, um, you deposit it here, you get something called YSnow, which is earning the swap fees, which is uh, also um, a volatile variable number. And then in addition to that, you're getting an additional 58.2% APY. Now, this number also is variable. So, um, and but these- Then you have to stake it. That's what, when you're saying you have to 58% APY on Snow, so you have to stake it with uh, this uh, pool, right? Exactly. So, you start with your, um, let's use USDC as an example. Mm -hmm. and you deposit your USDC in your finance. They give you, as a result, uh, YUSDC, uh, LP token, or a yield-bearing token. You take your YUSDC and you deposit it in SnowSwap over here. Mm -hmm. Okay, And you get something called YSnow, which is a share of these four tokens in the pool. So you're earning around you know, 12% APY. And then you go and take your Y snow and deposit it into the Y snow pool, which equals about 58.2% APY. Mm -hmm. And that's paid out in snow tokens, which is a governance token. And then what you can do is you can deposit your snow token and generate an additional 18% APY. And the, the interesting thing about yield farming and why it's become so popular is in 2017 we had a vast amount of people organizations institutions etc speculating that the price of a token is going to go up or down now at this juncture fast forward four years people uh want to be able to generate you know the same amount of returns with less risk now don't get me wrong, this is still risky in its own regard. However, instead of having to speculate on the price of a token going up or down, you can just generate yield on this token. So you can do the same thing with your Ethereum, with your Bitcoin, um, etc. And so if you believe in Bitcoin going up long term, you can generate, let's see, an additional 39% APY on your Bitcoin. So this is a really interesting narrative, right? So I'm glad that we're touching this because as you can imagine, a lot of um, uh, retail investors, they, they have in their portfolio Bitcoin, right? And Ethereum, that's just one of the, like, the majority of uh, their holdings. And then they have some other ERC-20 tokens, probably maybe some other more esoteric or exotic <laughs> tokens. So now... Here, you have to make sure that you're, you were talking about the wrapped BTC. It's not a regular Bitcoin. You cannot just deposit regular Bitcoin here, right? So 
So that means there are other steps we have to undergo to, to actually get here because it's not that simple. Everybody's saying, hey, just go yield farming. Well, uh, wait a second. It's not that easy, right? So can you show how would you first like, you know, wrap your BTC to, to even have the opportunity to do that? Yeah, sure. So the question is, why would you want to wrap your BTC? Yeah. Uh, and yield farming is available on many different um, platforms. However, it's most popular with the vast majority of liquidity on Ethereum. And so the only way you can make interest on your Bitcoin is by putting it on uh, L1 that uh, you can actually give utility to that Bitcoin. And so for this example, we're going to say Ethereum. Well, besides lending or like applying some other sophisticated derivative strategies. Exactly, exactly. But in regards to yield farming yeah. on Ethereum, this opportunity exists on Ethereum. You can do many different opportunities, centralized lending, etc. Yeah, thank you for, for correcting. So I have my blockchain.com wallet, right? And I've got about $9,842 worth of Bitcoin here. And so I want to take my Bitcoin and put it on the Ethereum network. And there's Many ways to do this. Um, let's talk about three ways to do this. One, you can do this via Coinbase where you can mint wrapped Bitcoin directly through the app. You can do it through CoinList, but um, we're gonna do it in the most DeFi way possible. Assuming that you have Bitcoin, you can't AYC anywhere, you're not in uh, a region to be able to use CoinList or Coinbase and you wanna be able to create uh, have utility on your Bitcoin on Ethereum. So there is a project called RenBTC. Mm -hmm. And RenBTC takes your Bitcoin as collateral and allows you to mint RenBTC, which is essentially a derivative of Bitcoin on the Ethereum network. Um, and so if you go to this project, renproject.io, you can click bridge assets to Ethereum and this link comes up and it's very important for you to have a wallet that works for Ethereum for yield farming. The most popular wallet is MetaMask. It's an extension that you can download a browser extension. Highly recommend it. I, I, I also highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, you are representing. Um, <laughs> So yield farming and, and, and Ethereum has taken off this concept of Web3 where you can have a wallet and interact with many services by just connecting your wallet at a click of a button. And so that's what I did. I just connected my wallet at a click of a button. And what you can do is say, let's see, how much Bitcoin do I have here? Um, this is... Bitcoin, this is my blockchain.com wallet. And, 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 and by the way, while you're doing this, CoinList charges about uh, 25 basis points uh, flat fee, uh, zero spread for uh, wrapping your uh, Bitcoin, right? So what are the fees on REN? Um, that is a good question. We will, I'll tell you right now. Okay, so here we go. Um, so this is, I got 0.16. So I'm going to go back to RenBTC and hopefully we could blur that out when we edit this. Um, and sure. I'm going to say point, oh, I wish I had 16,000. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good number. Let's just say 0.15 BTC. Yeah. And that equals roughly 8,800. And that's how much I'm going to wrap. So I'm going to send my BTC and the destination is Ethereum. It automatically knows where to send it because I've connected my MetaMask wallet and I mm -hmm. press next and it'll share what the fee structure is. So the fee structure here is yeah, not so bad, about 130 bucks, uh, $133 plus or minus. Okay. Uh, that's 133 bucks on 8,800. 
Yeah, I mean, so basically, if you're taking 10,000 uh, coin lists, we charge you, again, 25 basis points is like $250. If we're talking about here, it's what, it's like 150. So it's less, it's about one, uh, it's about 15 basis points. So, uh, so that's, that's a better fee. Yep, looks like it. And so I will acknowledge and it, once I press confirm, it will run. Um, I'm not going to do it right now, specifically because it will take 30 minutes for it to load. I've already done it earlier today and have Ren BTC now in my wallet, in my MetaMask wallet, okay? So now I have Ren BTC and I wanna earn yield on my BTC or Ren BTC. Here on SnowSwap. By the way, for someone who, for someone who is uh, looking at it right now or listening to it, like, you know, we have to appreciate like, uh, Pearl's efforts because you know he spent probably hundreds of dollars for just gas fees to to generate this uh, tutorial. So, just just saying. <laughs> yeah, I think that actually should come back to when you were saying what are the risks. This is yeah. extremely expensive, um, so it actually financially only makes sense if you're doing two things: one, you're working with large sums of monies and or two, you're depositing for a long period of time such that the yield um, is worthwhile. Yeah. And so the, the folks at SnowSwap did a, a pretty good job to share the step-by-step -step yield farming strategies because it is meticulous to be able to generate yield. And so for, for this strategy to make interest on my Bitcoin, um, which is paying it looks like around 38.8%, I can deposit either of these tokens. And these tokens are all derivatives of Bitcoin, but they're uh, derivatives of derivatives of derivatives. So there's several layers of yield that's being generated before you get here. And so um, there's two options. You can either deposit um, your Y-curve REN WSBTC, or your curve REN WSBTC. And essentially, this is nomenclature for the different strategies um, that each one of these um, opportunities embody. So let's just do the Y curve REN WSBTC. So what you would do, oops, let me go back. Okay, there we go. You go to, the first step is go to Curve and deposit any wrapped BTC tokens to receive Curve REN WSBTC. So I'm going to Curve and earlier, we remember we started with our Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. We sent our Bitcoin over to, um, to Mint over here. We press confirm and as a result, we've got Bitcoin and uh, REN BTC in our wallet automatically. Mm -hmm. So the cool thing about this is when I connect my wallet to these services, it automatically identifies that I have 0.2 REN BTC in my wallet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I deposit this, I'm going to get Aha, I'm going to get a request to approve a transaction, okay? And once that transaction is approved, which costs gas fees, I just realized this wallet needs Ethereum in it for this to work, as well as the, the blockchain has to be less... Uh, congested for this to work in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, a lot of different efforts needs to be done. Yeah, you yeah. definitely Ethereum. So let me send some Ethereum into this wallet. One second, not a problem. So now we have uh, Ethereum for the gas fee, so we can deposit again, right? That's right. That's right. So we're going to deposit. 
yeah, while we're waiting, like Curve has a very um, interesting design, you know. <laughs> so it's made for engineers, mathematicians. Okay, sure. and it's going to charge me an initial twelve dollars and twenty-one cents worth of Ethereum, and I can choose what is the speed that I'd like this to go on. And the more, uh, the, the higher the, the money or the maximum that you're willing to spend for these gas or Ethereum transaction fees, the faster the transaction runs. So you can actually go advanced and customize it, but um, I'm just for the sake of brevity, we'll keep it at fast. For some reason, you're, th this part of the screen is not seen. It's interesting. It's hiding. <laughs> ah, okay. Got it. So Zoom is up to date with Web3 and privacy. Oh, so, wow. Amazing. It looks like it, at least. Um, uh, that's, actually, that's actually impressive. So it actually automatically, do you think it's automatically hiding the MetaMask? Um, that is my, uh, let's, let's do an experiment. So before it was showing, actually, it was. Um, here we go. You can see. Yeah, yeah. It was first a fourteen dollar fee. Now there's a second fee to mint, and as I said before, this is quite expensive. So this will cost a maximum of seventy eight dollars and thirty five cents. Typically. So what are we minting? Just let, let's go like slowly. What are we minting? What are we paying for? <laughs> okay. So what we're minting right now is our goal is to deposit BTC snow to be able to earn 38.8% yield. So our goal is to earn several... Uh, several layers of yield and ultimately this is 38.8% through SnowSwap. And SnowSwap says you can deposit either of these two assets to be able to get BTC Snow to make 38.8% yield. Mm -hmm. Now these assets are derivatives of Bitcoin. So we need to ultimately mint either of these assets and deposit it. So what our goal is right now is to deposit uh, is to mint Y per Ren WS BTC, and that's what we're doing. Why, why would someone would mind asking? Interesting, like why would even you like why would you need like a, this third layer, right? Why wouldn't you able be able to uh, immediately deposit? Do you think why did they create this like um, conundrum to create a second layer, not to do like directly uh, wrapped BTC or just Ren BTC? Well, I think that uh, what's happened in the decentralized finance space is um, innovators have discovered inefficiencies in markets and uh, uncaptured opportunities. And so I think to answer your question, why would they need to? Um, I think that answer is contingent upon someone's risk appetite and how much they're depositing. Because as you can see, it's actually quite expensive to be able to create these prerequisite minted, you know, wrapped tokens. But if you're uh, working with a large sum of monies, you can generate an additional 38% yield, and hence it makes sense. Now, the, 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 we have to remember the main purpose is not to generate yield per se for for yield farming projects, DEX, AMMs like SnowSwap, it's to be able to swap tokens. And so what SnowSwap has found is that there's inefficiencies in the market between these two token currency pairs. And SnowSwap allows traders and um, folks in the space to swap between these two tokens. Mm -hmm. And that's the fundamental crux of this, and it's incentivized by this governance token equating 38.8%. And to clarify, when we're talking about 38.8% uh, APY, it is, it is paid in what equivalent? It is paid out in snow tokens, okay. and it is uh, variable 
depending on the the current market rate of the snow token as well as how many people you're sharing the pool with so there is also another layer of uh, risk as w- which is impermanent loss right so if the snow snow token today uh like costs whatever it might be uh, I, i didn't see even like you know, but let's imagine one dollar and tomorrow it's going to cost like let's say 80 cents so or 60 cents right so Even if you generate, you know, the higher yield just because the token loses its price, you know, there is also uh, a challenge, you know, like in this particular essence, right? Um, yeah, well, so, so the beauty of this is you are earning this snow token. You are not buying it. Okay, so this and is so, what I verify. And, and that's the, the perhaps one of the greatest reasons of the excitement behind yield farming is now... Um, what am I speculating on? Right? Mm-hmm. I am a Bitcoin believer. I will have my Bitcoin for X amount of time and I don't plan to sell it. Um, and whilst I'm holding it, I'm generating yield on it. Now, this yield that I'm generating is on this, what appears to be a speculative asset. So yes, this snow token, as you said, can go from $1 to 80 cents or to one cent. Or it can go to $100. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I didn't have to buy this token. And so ultimately, my net loss is only the gas fees or transaction fees I have to pay to be able to enter these strategies to generate the yield. And um, another popular question, which I get like and all the time when I try to explain this, like, you know, so what are the chances that I can eventually lose my Bitcoin with all these like layers of transactions? Um, what is your chances? Uh, there is a risk. And what is the risk? The risk is, uh, number one, the project that you're working with uh, doesn't have their contracts audited. Um, and so if they're not audited, someone can either do something called a flash loan where they're doing an exploit or they're just going in there and hacking the code. So I would suggest always working with a project Um, if you're yield farming that has um, not only gotten security audits, but security audits from reputable security audit firms like Quantstamp, um, Consensus, Merbit, um, uh, Quantstamp, Trailabit, <laughs> Consensus are uh, some of the most reputable firms that mm-hmm. uh, have had the least amount of hacks post their, 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 uh, their audits. Got it. Make sure you do your research. But um, so technically, but if uh, those are the uh, kind of like force majeure uh, cases, right? If you remove those cases from the equation, just is there a way to technically somehow somewhere in this transaction to lose your Bitcoin? I'm talking now about the financial risk, not about the hacking or te- like cyber security or technical, any other technical risks. Yeah, assuming that there isn't a hack or an exploit. Yes. Um, no, there isn't. Um, and that is because only you have access to your monies. And actually, just to go into this topic, and maybe we'll pause here and I'll stop sharing here. Um, this is the beauty of decentralized finance. In traditional centralized finance, um, you have... Uh, You have brokers who are licensed. And why are they licensed? Because regulators want to ensure that there's no funny business, that only the most qualified people can give advice and that they've gone through the prerequisites to be able to give advice or facilitate the transactions. Um, they're regulated to make sure that they're upholding these standards. And if they do not uphold these standards, they're penalized. And so ultimately, what does this mean for the user? The user can trust that when they put their money in the bank and when they transact, that it's going to go from point A to point B and they're not going to lose their money. Um, now, this same concept exists in blockchain through smart contracts. And so smart contracts allow you to contractually agree for this transaction to happen all through mathematics and code. And this code is open source and public for anyone to validate its authenticity or <laughs> have an opportunity to find its flaws, which is one of the risks with, with hacks. Um, 
And also only you have access to it, not a bank. So you have control of your monies, you can transact. You're not in many cases, depending on the smart contract, you can come in and out of these contracts as you please with no, uh, no prerequisite to be locked. Um, and in addition, the rewards are paid in real time as the blockchain updates and blocks, which is, you know, plus or minus, you know, 15 seconds. So basically, yeah, you can go in and out whenever you want, again, uh, considering that you're okay with uh, the, the fees, right? So that's, uh, that's one of the other uh, challenges uh, in nowadays markets because they're high. Uh, I actually listened to uh, um, to Mark Cuban's uh, um, a podcast with Bankless, and it was an interesting argument that he proposed. He said, like, "Listen, it's like I, I I respect the DeFi guys, and I'm very excited for them, but they probably like should indicate in all those applications, indexes, and AMMs, like how much would it take me to break even from if uh, if I'm a small guy and I'm invested only thousand dollars or a hundred dollar." How would yeah. maybe break in with those APYs? Because I, you know, if I'm paying, let's say, I'm depositing hundred dollars and I'm and I'm paying twenty five dollars in fees, you know, it's like twenty five percent, right? It's it's a lot, as you mentioned before. If it's a larger sum of money, then it's kind of you know it's peanuts, right? But if we're talking about a small amount, that's the challenging part. And I think, I think the future will show that we will have somewhere this like calculator, like, you know, how to recoup your gas fees, you know, um, on the other side. So um, I have another quick question for you. So if, you know, for example, I, I, you know, I use it myself, like, you know, Avis and TEDx, many other like you know, platforms. So in Aave right now, you, with the current rates, you can have even up to 20% on your USDC and USDT. So would that, would the same strategy work only for now, let's say with Yorn, or you, you, you think that they will integrate later, maybe some other like platforms like Aave and do the same exact transaction, just using some, uh, like some Uniswap or Aave? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think Aave is actually, um, has been quite successful as of late. If you, if you look at its price specifically because big projects like Yorn are using Ave on the back end for their strategies. Mm -hmm. The beauty of Yearn is Yearn goes and makes partnerships and does diligence with the Aves and compound finances of the world and automates these strategies so you don't have to. And um, in regards to the expensive fees that we're experiencing on the Ethereum network, um, Ave just integrated a layer two solution which drastically minimizes the fees um, but instead of even waiting for Ethereum to catch up to mitigate this fee problem, you can actually go to other chains that are offering the same service. And um, most big L1s um, are offering this type of service. For example, you can use BSC chain. BSC chain, and I, <laughs> a, a lot of people would probably be... Um, probably be pretty upset that I'm, I'm recommending Binance Smart Chain because they're centralized as someone coming from the DeFi space. However, well, there's elements of centralization with them. But however, the fee structure is a fraction of what it is on Ethereum. Um, and I would be surprised if we didn't also see this with Cardano that has a fraction of the fees and some sort of yield farming opportunity, Celo, Solana, Near Protocol, um, Polkadot. Harmony, Polkadot, et cetera. And so I think we're right around the corner for these yield farming for retail. And that's actually one of our goals at Snowball was yield farming is pretty complex. It's pretty difficult. There's many different steps. We didn't even finish showing you how to get into this BTC snow uh, uh, opportunity. Sorry, maybe let's finish this. I interrupted you. <laughs> sure, sure. So, um, but our goal at Snowball is to make it as simple and easy and as efficient as possible such that you don't have to be um, a mathematician or engineer or someone who has immense amount of risk uh, tolerance to be able to go through all these several different layers. And so where we were at was we wanted to mint. Um, yeah, they're still going into, yeah, 30 minutes probably again. <laughs> Y curve Ren WSBTC. And it appears that this transaction is still going, even though we said fast. And let's go look on the blockchain. It looks like it's been successful. 
Maybe you can expedite it for a few, few dollars. I mean, you might as well, you already spent a few hundred dollars. So. <laughs> so. That's right. That's right. Um, we, it's an, an expensive tutorial. So uh, I, I hope people will enjoy it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Okay. So I believe I have now gotten Y curve. Oh, okay. So the first step was to go to curve and create yeah. curve. Uh, a, a curve BTC derivative. And then the second step was to go to either Yearn or to Harvest Finance. And so I, I think for the sake of time, how are we doing, Constantine? Uh, yeah, we can, let's finish this one. Uh, I think it's important. I, I, I would love maybe for the future, like talk about how to wrap in Ethereum, right? But I, I assume that will take some more time. So, um, Okay, so here we go. Let's see. Okay, so it looks like we're having some technical difficulties, my friend. Because that did not mint my curve phi SBTC. What did it mint then? Actually, interesting, because you see, we're going through <laughs> regular challenges of every yield farmer, so that's... <laughs> Regular challenges of every yield farmer. That's right. Even the most experienced people, like, and I think they're always going through typical, like, you know, situations like that. I, you, you were minting Ren BTC, right? And then, oh, we started with Ren BTC. Yeah. Then you we, went to Curve. That's right. And then we deposited this. Yep. It was supposed to equal. SBTC and we added liquidity and what we got out of this test success was curve ren w BTC which is successful yeah those are a lot of uh, steps to get to the <laughs> to the final yield component. Yes, a lot of steps, and it's expensive. I'm thinking we may have to. Oh. This is this doesn't have the SBTC, so maybe this might work on harvest finance. Yeah. So basically, the, the easier way would be with stable coins, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I'll have to go back and, and spend a minute on this. I think for the sake of time, maybe we should yeah. just quit and go back to where I said for the sake of time and I can explain it. Yeah, yeah. Let's just explain the high level. Like, you know, so what are the other options? Ethereum, any other like derivatives that we can hear it? earn additional yield and you can just go ahead and explain that, you know, how to mean, so, so the easy, how to mint, let's say, wrapped Ethereum and to get to this uh, staking pool. Sure, so another opportunity is Ethereum launched something called Ethereum 2.0, where you can deposit 32 Ethereum or more and become a validator on the Ethereum network. And you have to lock your Ethereum up for, I, I believe, 18 months. And Ethereum will pay you um, yield on your Ethereum. However, not everyone has 32 Ethereum, and especially with the price run-up of Ethereum, yep. um, it's even more expensive and difficult. So there's a number of services that have come about that are these ETH2 services that will allow you to share your Ethereum. Um, yeah, just uh, to clarify, so either 32 Ethereum, like as, as of the, you know, the day we're recording this video is about $60,000, right? So. Yeah, that's right. 
32 Ethereum is around $60,000. And so um, say you have five Ethereum or one Ethereum or 0.7 Ethereum, there's a service that I really like called Anchor and they have eth2.anchor.com uh, backslash picker, or you could just go to anchor.com and there's a link. Um, and if the internet allows this to load, <laughs> what you can do is stake your Ethereum here and you'll get something called AETH or FETH, which is the yield bearing Ethereum token. Okay. And you can take that token and deposit it in SnowSwap. Um, and you, so here we go, AETH. So you can deposit in SnowSwap and start earning 28.7% APY. You can also take your Ethereum and swap it out for wrapped Ethereum and deposit it into SnowSwap. So what I will do is while these are loading, I can deposit any of these. Now I don't have any of these tokens per se. I can go to Anchor and aha, there we go. I can earn staking rewards or become a provider. Um, becoming a provider is if you have over 32 Ethereum, um, earn staking rewards if you have under 32 Ethereum, you have, need a minimum of 0.5 Ethereum. And it's just as easy as going here um, and staking your Ethereum. So ETH to be claimed, and you can go through this process. I want to stake 0.5 ETH and the earning is gonna be 0 0.04, okay? I'm not gonna do this I'm, for the sake of simplicity. So gonna, is there a lockup? Just to clarify, would that lock my Ethereum for how long? So this will lock your Ethereum, I believe for 18 months. Okay. However, you will get something called uh, AETH or FETH, which is the derivative of your Ethereum, which you, you actually have utility with. And so say you get your AETH, um, you've locked up your Ethereum, you know, one month elapses and you're like, you know what? I no longer want to be part of this. I don't want to have it locked up for 18 months. Yes, I'm generating yield. Great, fantastic. However, I want to get back into my Ethereum position. You can go to SnowSwap and you can say, hey, Mr. SnowSwap, I'd like to swap um, my AETH Ethereum for wrapped Ethereum. And so you click here you deposit however much you have, and you want to swap it for wrapped Ethereum. Mm -hmm. You choose the gas fee, you press sell, and then you'll end up with W Ethereum. And if you want to get into W Ethereum and deposit it and start earning interest, as we saw here, you know, I have Ethereum that I'm sitting on, I want to generate yield. I don't really want to go through Anchor, I want to make it as simple as possible. Um, Anchor will give me an additional 10% yield um, before I go to SnowSwap, which will give me 28.9% yield. Forget the 10% yield because there's expensive gas fees. What you can do is you can go to Uniswap. So I will be able to redeem my Ethereum from Anchor only after 18 months, right? Before that, it's just like locked. I don't touch it, right? And the, yeah, the, the synthetic, like, you know, additional uh, token that I get is like a Ethereum or like, you know, the other uh, that you mentioned, right? So that's, and you can sell it technically, right? If you want to even. That's right. That's right. So you can... Um, even though Anchor locks you up, uh, your Ethereum up for 18 months, the derivative that they give you, you can actually swap back for Ethereum with these two steps that I've showed you. Got it. So you can swap it through SnowSwap for wrapped mm -hmm. Ethereum, and then you can bring your wrapped Ethereum and swap it for Ethereum. Got it. Um, or if you want to get into a wrapped Ethereum position, this is how you would do it. You bring it here, you would wrap it, um, click this button, 
one thing to note with the blockchain is it's slow, transactions fail, and it's expensive. <laughs> you know, that multiple times. So yeah. if you're doing material amounts of money like I am not doing right now, it, it is worth it. And you, maybe you can't see my MetaMask screen right now. No, you? no, we cannot. Uh, okay, so it's showing me a, a $14 fee to do this. And then that, there, there's actually two fees. The second fee is going to be around $60. Uh, Got it. I think I think we get the concept, and I uh, and I thank you for that. Uh, the idea is clear. So anchor and, and, and any other options besides anchor that you would like. So the Uniswap is the second. Basically, you can just go directly to Uniswap and do that, right? Yeah, that's right. And Cream Finance also has an Ethereum 2.0 option. Mm -hmm. Lido Finance has uh, Ethereum 2.0 option, and many companies are popping out with these Ethereum 2.0 options because. Um, Ethereum 2.0 is quite promising and this ability to generate yield on an asset that you believe in um, over a long period of time is one that is very exciting in the DeFi space and we're ecstatic at Snowball to uh, if you find this whole process to be as complex uh, and cumbersome and confusing as hopefully I successfully portrayed <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job yes <laughs> I encourage you to use Snowball because Snowball allows you to deposit your digital assets and convert them very simply and easily and start generating yield on them. Right now you can start generating, uh, Snowswap is giving 16.78% APY on your digital dollars. Mm -hmm. um, and in the near future, um, with this partnership of Snowswap, you'll be able to deposit and stack your layers very simply and easily at just a click of a button without having to go through these. Same for Badger Finance, same for Origin Protocol, their OUSD, same for um, Harvest Finance. These are all the conversations that we're having and, um, with these respective teams and are really excited to bring to you. Let me ask you a last question, again, to play a little bit of devil's advocate. A lot of people are concerned about the legality of this, right? Because of the, as you mentioned, there's a partnership, and I'm excited that you're going to have a partnership with a lot of the best DeFi projects out there, the best DEXs, AMMs, et cetera, aggregators. They, the challenge is, like, you know, they are quasi-legal. So they're, like, neither illegal nor legal fully, right? So... When you, as an you know, as a company, you raise an equity around, right? So you are like you're. What is your your domicile in the United States, right? So uh, yeah, we're a Delaware C Corp. We're a San Francisco-based yeah. company. So so here is the the challenge. You're governed by the laws and uh, uh, and security laws, predominantly like you know the United States. So when you're dealing with a complete DeFi project, how would that reflect you know like on your company legal and compliance uh, practices? Yeah, so uh, decentralized finance and centralized finance, especially in regards to the United States, um, is a place where there's evolving um, legal, uh, I guess, processes. And it is of our opinion and our attorney's opinion, as well as um, some quotes that have been given by FINRA in regards to MakerDAO, that decentralized finance, if uh, operated correctly, has a legal path to success. And the biggest concerns is, do you have access to people's monies? And are you recommending things to them? Mm -hmm. uh, and then the third is, are you converting their assets um, or transmitting their assets? And so if you're converting their dollars to crypto or cryptos to dollars, that typically means you need to be a money services business, have a broker dealer. We have a third party partner. So Snowswap um, is our partner that we're using for yield farming. Gem is our partner that we're using to convert your dollars to, uh, to crypto and crypto to dollars. And um, Magic, Fortmatic Magic is the wallet that we're using that allows you to use these services. And so what we're doing is we're actually the business logic taking all of these services that are available and making them easily available to you. And at no point do we have any control of your assets. Your wallet is non-custodial. Um, you're using one inch to swap your tokens. Mm -hmm. um, 
you were, uh, as I mentioned, using Yearn Finance uh, as well as SnowSwap in the future, Badger Finance in the future, Anchor in the future, um, Harvest Finance, et cetera, for yield farming. And so it's a very meticulous road to go through. And um, we found, uh, we believe, to have legal paths to success going through decentralized yeah. finance. No, it's, it's, that's what I wanted to ask. You, you, do you receive dollars in your, on the account, right? Like US dollars. Are you able to buy on Snowball, like, you know, with like enter, can I enter with uh, my bank account or credit card? Through Snowball, you can access Gem, which uh, is a third party that's using uh, other services like Wire, Coinify, depending on where you're uh, domiciled to be able to connect your bank account and convert your dollars to crypto, yes. Got so they're taking this risk on them basically being your partner, right? So I just wanna clarify that. So if people like still concerned, so you can obviously with the, you know, USDC, USDT, like, you know, so that's a different story. When we are touching the US dollar, you have to be like careful on this side. And, and I just, I, I just wanna make sure you're, you're explaining this and you're, I know that you're like doing the legal business and you're trying to make sure everything is, you know, correct. And for people who have, uh, you know, concerns, whether it's cybersecurity, legal compliance or any other, like, you know, uh, you know, challenges, it's good that we're verbalizing it. Um, maybe to finish it because it's a long, like, you know, I, and I'm happy that we did this, like, you know, practical, um, um, tutorial, how to go and how to improve your yield. Um, maybe your last, maybe your vision, like, you know, where do you think the DeFi is going with this space? You know, we're probably seeing like a huge TVL, like, you know, by the next of the year or some other exciting things that you see. Yeah. So let's talk about the current state of, of the world. Um, quantitative easing is happening globally, regardless of which country you're in. Um, we've printed 40, 50% of the US monetary supply in Japan, other countries, we're getting close to negative interest rates. And so services like uh, well, decentralized finance and money Legos and services, as aforementioned, are starting to get uh, institution and retail adoption. And I would be surprised uh, if this space didn't continue to grow uh, as significantly as it currently is. I think we went from June uh, where there was only $1 billion deposited into DeFi smart contracts um, on Ethereum to I think we're over 40 billion now. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's massive. However, it's a fraction compared to how much money is transacted in Wall Street. And so um, it's really interesting to see many macro influencers in the venture capital and the finance investment space um, being enlightened by the, these money legal opportunities. Um, unfortunately, the complexities and the, the fees exist today. However, I think that uh, 2017, Ethereum has laid the foundation and 2021 and 2020, we have really started creating the, the, the piping and the plumbing. And um, what we're seeing by 2022 is this will be likely retail ready with many of these inefficiencies. Um, Amazing. I, I, I'm all for it. <laughs> so, so another like quick blitz, like, you know, so what would be your like probably one guide for someone who is just entering this DeFi rabbit hole? Like, you know, what would be the guide's reads? You know, where would you send them? Make sure you do your diligence and understand what you're doing before you do it, because it's very easy uh, to lose your money um, based off of uh, the complexities of how, of, 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 of the, what we've shared with you today. No. Um, but I would also say that if you are uh, the pioneer type, follow folks like Constantine, watch his podcast, A16Zs of the world have great information of how you can get a, a, involved with some of the cutting edge technologies and platform. Um, if I'm to be selfish and biased and subjective, um, the reason why we built Snowball is because of the complexities that you've experienced such that you, we can democratize this opportunity. But there's other great apps out there as well that you can explore 
that allow you to access these yield farming, high interest opportunities. Um, yeah. Nothing I've said is investment advice, only put in what you're willing to risk and lose, et cetera. And the, the last question, traditional, I will ask you before we wrap up, uh, uh, it's uh, what's the meaning of life to you? Like in a, in, a, in, a, in a nutshell, how would you describe it? Meaning of life? Yes. Growth. 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 We're happy when we're, when we're growing. And um, this is, uh, I think, most people in this industry that have stuck through, you know, their earlier days have gone through the extreme growth and, and lack thereof. Um, but it's really exciting to be in a time of, of growth. And actually, Snowball represents the, the snowball effect in which your portfolio is getting is growing. Um, which your happiness is growing, which your free time is growing, which your knowledge is growing. And so growth is happiness. And I think that we're these growth junkies. And when we become stagnant um, or stop growing is when we are uh, most unhappy. So incredible. Seriously, I really enjoyed it, Pearl. And uh, like, I, I think the incredible growth will, will be part of the people who are watching this uh, interview. I hope th uh, so. And I think this year is a year of abundance. So I wish everyone to earn as much APYs as they can. And to prior to that, of course, to do their due diligence and to make sure they know what they're doing. And uh, thank you so much for this uh, interview it was really uh, you know, enlightening. So I wish you success, all your team. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you on the other side of the rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. And actually, one final piece of advice, if you are completely new to yield farming and so ambitious, um, most of these DeFi projects have a discord um, community, which you can easily find via the project's Twitter go into that discord community and ask questions. There's typically engineers on standby, as well as community members that will help you step-by-step step when you get stuck, when you get lost, et cetera, to be able to utilize these technologies. So, yeah. And, and also medium. I think a lot of folks, especially you as well, I can, uh, they, they post a lot of guides and medium to like step-by-step -step instructions. So you could please read that. I will share as yours, of course, in the description. So, but so does if you go to any projects, you know, especially the big one, you know, but you're talking about the YU or Uniswap of the world. So they have a very, very big like, knowledge base. So please read that. And yes, there are a lot of YouTube tutorials like that. Hopefully people will appreciate your investment of time and monetary as well. So yeah. really... Thank you so much, Perul, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you, Constantine. Appreciate it. Cheers. Bye.